0: This is Katrina, this is Beth, and these are just some thoughts that we have been having about um, just things that kind of come up in the everyday life of a young adult person, but we think that they're also applicable to people across a broad spectrum, so we just wanted to chronicle them here. You're welcome, world.
1: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) now I just, for a second, I want you to just imagine you're waking up, your alarm goes off, maybe you're the kind of person that presses snooze, maybe you're the kind of person that rolls out of bed, and then you have to face the day. What do you imagine? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? What is it that you're looking forward to? And for some people, I mean, that changes from day to day, right? Sometimes it's your birthday and you're excited about the day. Sometimes yeah. you're just going to work and, and you're not, but... Ask yourself: Are you looking forward to something that's real? Are you looking forward to something that's kind of like imagined, some kind of a fantasy, some kind of a entertainment? Like,
0: this is an interesting question because um, it's it's really easy to look forward to the imaginary. Yeah, a lot of people. They come home after a long day of work and they may or may not have had some good interactions during the day, but they come home and they immediately plug into something that is going to give them an emotional boost, which is interesting because that, you know, there's nothing wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with coming home and unwinding with a book or a movie or a show, Um, but it's really easy to fall into the trap of becoming dependent on the book or the movie or the show. And that's fascinating because if you think about it, you've had a whole day of living your life to get an emotional high um, out of whatever experiences that you've had during the day. And sometimes we acknowledge those and sometimes we realize how awesome that is, but sometimes we totally ignore the opportunities that come up during a day. To connect with people and to have real emotional experiences, and so instead we turn to the book or the movie or the show.
1: Well, we think about it this way, okay? You're watching some kind of a movie, and and maybe those characters are more realistic. Maybe it's totally some kind of a fantasy, but but you don't know them, right? They're actors, and you're gonna spend like an hour of your life watching them, and then you know that's it, right? But if you look so, if you look forward to that interaction more than you look forward to the actual people in your life, then think about it. Like, you are emotionally connecting to them more than your brother, more than your spouse, if you're married, more than your friends. Like, that's sad. That is sad to think that maybe you get more of an emotional high off of something that's an illusion than somebody that's real, or 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 maybe what you're looking forward to is lunch, you know, I've had those days, I have totally had those days, I'm like, you know what, I just really want a really good sandwich right now, because the rest of my life stinks, okay, that happens, <laughs> that's real, but if your sandwiches are giving you more joy than your friends, then you need to rethink your life,
0: <laughs> right, and this is interesting, because everyone knows that pornography is like the modern plague, right, mm-hmm. like, We hear about porn all the time and porn comes in so many different forms, you can read about it, you can hear about it, we sing about it in songs all the time, you can see it, um, but we don't really address the idea of emotional porn. Yep.
1: Well, like, if you think about it too, like pornography, we think about it's like something that we're using to satisfy some kind of an urge, right, that's not real. That's, I mean, pornography is only bad because it's not real. And because maybe you're using somebody when you, when you should be, like, acknowledging the presence of real people in your life, right? Because it's, it's virtual, it's false, it's empty, right? Yeah. Lust is a desire, whereas love is a feeling. That's why it's lust, because it's not the real thing. It's just a want, a craving, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. and it supplants the real thing, and that's the real problem. It's not just not the real thing, but it, is, it takes place of the real thing in your life.
1: So if you ask yourself, okay, what am I doing in my life that's kind of like numbing or like distracting me from the real deal? So if you're saying, you know what, like I am, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with like some kind of habit I have, or I, I hate my job, or I, there's something about my relationships that are just off, and instead of actually addressing those issues and fixing them, you just distract it away you haven't solved it. It's not like it's gonna go away. You're still... Like, if, if you have to distract yourself from your own life for you to be happy, then, then your reality becomes kind of like the, the plan B. Whereas, like, your dreams or whatever you're thinking about become the thing you look forward to. But that's the reason why that's sad is because your virtual reality, your imaginations, your kind of, like, dreams, they never feel as good. They feel so empty, right? And that's, that's why we brought up that scenario um, at the beginning
0: where it was, you know, imagine that you have had a long day, um, but it was a good day, you talked to people versus imagine that you've had a day that was hard and you're just looking forward to getting away. Um, because it's so, it left unchecked that the things that we use to numb, they take over the opportunities that we have in a, in a real day that we're actually living in to live. And that's tragic because it doesn't go away, right? You're gonna have to wake up tomorrow and live another real day, and a day after that, and the day after that. And so when when you find these things that are stand-ins for the real, even just the small interactions, um, that that is so
1: sad just like just take a second, okay, just just think about this, okay, why do we feel so good when we like if you've ever been in love with somebody or if you've ever like made a connection, why does it feel so good? Why is it that we' just like on fire? you know what when somebody is actually really in love with somebody everything else kind of sizzles out. People don't want to eat. They don't want to sleep. (laughs) They get distracted in class. It's because they're like, whoa, life just got good. I don't know about you, but I want to eat all the time. I love food. (laughs) And you don't love strong enough to take that away. (laughs) But
0: Katrina has a really good point. Keep going.
1: (laughs) So, So it's because all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I can feel that in real life. And all of a sudden, it snaps you out of like, your imagined world. And then a lot of times, we kind of go back into the, like, oh, maybe life isn't what I thought it was. So I'm just going to, like, I, I don't want to be disillusioned by life. So I'm just going to ignore my life. Right. And, and that's dangerous because it's still your life. And other people, they don't know what you're imagining in your head, right? Other people see what you're actually doing. So they're not seeing your dreams. So what they see is, why aren't you cleaning your room? That's such a good point. That's such a good point. <laughs>
0: like we're we're college age girls, right? And so yes. I I <clears throat> Let me start that sentence again. I'm kind of thinking about this in context of my friends and my peers and myself. Uh-huh. And you know like mm-hmm. if you take love, for example, falling in mm-hmm. love with someone, like Katrina was just saying, it's so easy to have your expectations ratcheted up to mm-hmm. these unreal points mm-hmm. uh-huh. by these things that are all around us. These things that we numb with, like these cheap romance novels. Um, which, you know, they have their place. It's kind of right. like junk food. There's nothing wrong with eating junk food occasionally, but if it's your
1: staple, not then,
0: good. yeah, you can't survive on that.
1: Well, and if you think about I mean, it really is kind of like emotional junk food. Because it, if you spend so much time like, filling your life with other people's intimacy, you're leeching off of someone else's happiness at the expense of your own, which means that after a while, like, the endorphins in your own life are are somebody else's that you're kind of borrowing, but they're never yours. They're just kind of like, you just kind of like, they're like bubbles that pop, right? And it's
0: it's kind of like real porn in the sense that it supplants the real interactions that you have. Because if you have this expectation that some stranger is going to come look in your eyes and there will be instant (laughs) chemistry and then, yeah, which by the way, creepy, Um, (laughs) then then when you, you know, bump into the nice kid next door and you have a good two minute conversation, you're never going to take that for what it is or what it could be. Um, And so you're not just robbing yourself of the experience right then, but you're robbing yourself of future potential experiences.
1: So, here's the thing. Dreams have their place. It, it definitely would not be good if you lived a life and you had no dreams and you didn't ever, you know, and, and, and I even think that things like movies can bond you to other people if you're with somebody else. And dreaming together is bonding because so much of our life is dreaming. That, I mean, we live on that. That's why we have goals. That's why we ever accomplish anything. It's because we dream. But when you take a dream that's not real and you start to replace your real life with that thing and you take out the work that's required to accomplish whatever your dream is, then what you're really doing is that you're piling up a bunch of empty, like empty realities that never happened and then you compare reality to emptiness that you never earned because you didn't earn that reality, right? You kind of like envisioned it, but you didn't, you didn't live it. And then what you actually live is going to feel like, it's going to feel mediocre because it, it, it never became the dream, but that thing that you envisioned didn't ever really happen for anybody. Right. And this,
0: this is interesting because I think it kind of bleeds over into a conversation, potentially a very long conversation that we could have about resiliency, because the reality is that if you want to have those experiences that are real and that just set your heart on fire you have to fail a lot. You yeah. have to you know, you have to have the awkward social interactions. Yep. And tons of them. <laughs> Ain't no one getting up free there. <laughs> no. And you have to put yourself out there. And it's I think if we become dependent on those those filler things, then we rob ourselves of the ability to act. You know, we rob ourselves of the ability to do that and to, to experience the failures but then also to ultimately experience the successes because we have this expectation that, you know, the stranger is going to come and he's going to look in our eyes and <laughs> it's not real. That's not no. how it works.
1: And, and the thing that I think is really important for everyone to cut the, the bottom line where everyone kind of has to sit down and ask themselves, honestly, like have an honesty conversation and be like, hey, what do I actually want? Yeah. And what's the cost? Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: It's, well, the what do I actually want point is interesting because we fill our lives with so many things that feel good and they look good because it's like instant gratification. But the reality is that you probably don't want that kind of life. Yes. Like, Like, most people, they really, they just want to be loved by someone that loves them and mm-hmm. someone who is reliable and most people really want to live very boring lives because boring lives are where it's at. <laughs> yes
1: it's, it's like,
0: you know, conflict and lust and drama, they all look mm-hmm. so great in the movies. Um and the buildup, we love yeah. the buildup, right? We love the build up. Mm-hmm. But that um it just it's it's just that. It's buildup. And I think most of us who would really, really like to forego the emotional whiplash that comes from that kind of stuff, if that happened in your real life, you would probably not like it that much.
1: Not only that, but it wouldn't be very glamorous because movies make it seem really
0: glamorous. (laughs) Right? No one is going to be there with the great camera angle and the perfect lighting to get that super (laughs) drama moment when you like open the door and he's there or whatever the case is that's not how it works you're gonna look in his face and you're gonna see the zit on his chin and you're gonna be like oh my gosh my hair is messed up and this lighting's terrible because it's a fluorescent from inside my apartment and this gross yellow light on my porch like that's that is real life right
1: but you're gonna love it so much more than a movie because it's gonna be real and you're gonna earn it And here's the thing that I think that everybody kind of has to do. And look, people do not have to live my life. They do not have to see things the way I do. But I realize that if you don't sit yourself down and say, okay, I really, really want to do this thing. I think I want to have this job. It's actually going to feel like a lot of work. I'm actually probably going to have to do a lot of like monotonous tasks. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a lot of, you know, thankless, just kind of, monotonous and slow boring busy work to get there but if that's really what I want to do then I'm just gonna have to sit down and start and enjoy the process and let myself enjoy the little things you know it's like it's like the mornings when you wake up and it's warm outside and the birds are chirping and you're eating breakfast and having a good conversation with your mom like that's life right yeah that's real
0: yeah yeah, there really is, you know, so much of life is just living. Like, so much of oh, life so is just making it from moment to moment. And sometimes it is so boring. Like, I have definitely had experiences where I look forward two weeks and I'm like, I'm so excited for this one event. And then I'm like, I have to live every single minute between now and this event. And that might kill me. Like, <laughs> it's rough. But the good news is that um, if, if you find yourself caught... In that trap of wanting the immediate gratification emotion and, and wanting to numb with the feel-good stuff that is totally not reality, you you just have to kind of get over the inertia. Yeah. And and just have some experiences that put your brain back into reality. Because we're, you know, humans are super, super good at recovering. And once you have real experiences. We're really good at being like, oh my gosh, this is what I actually want. This is not glamorous. This is not showy, but this is what I want. And if we can just get over the fear of putting ourselves
1: out there to have those experiences, then it's totally possible. We're totally capable. Well, two things. First of all, I kind of feel like you have to cleanse your palate. You know? You gotta. You gotta put yourself in reality for long enough that you realize how good it is. Because we are overstimulized. That's just the truth. Our brain has like the attention span of a goldfish these days. <laughs> it is so true. We're like one dream, next dream, next dream, next dream, like new person, new what you know, like we're surrounded by things. Yep. And and we're so stimulated that we don't actually take in what's happening around us. We're just like hopping from thing to thing and that we don't ever settle on reality enough. To, to, to taste it. And yeah. so there's all this hype about living in the moment. And I guess like we all are like, well, that's for yoga people, whatever. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm the new, what? no, 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 no. Like living in the moment is underrated. Because unless you're living in the moment, then you're living in something that's not real and you're not actually living. The present is all you have. And so there are so many of us who thinking so much about about how things are going to be, and we all do it, okay, and there's not, I mean, sometimes it's good, right, sometimes it's good to dream, but if you're taking advantage of the people around you and the feelings that you, you know, like, the people that you actually know and are connected to and have an obligation to and and people that are there for you and, and you appreciate them and you live with them you're gonna find out that they are already meeting so many of your needs that you go and try and find in your books and your movies, and that they would not only could they do that, but they are begging to be a part of of your life because everybody around you has those same kind of dreams, and they're hoping that somebody would look at them and see them and appreciate them, and, and we don't give other people the time of day enough because we're so busy um uh, being distracted by fantasies and that includes social media. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're gonna be messier than the fantasies. Real people are always messy. Yep. But they're also gonna be so much more validating and they're so much so much more long lasting. Obviously, you know, a a movie or a book or whatever is finite, but a whole person, that's not just like what they have to give right now. That's an investment that will grow yeah. and grow and grow and grow. And I think right now is a really good time to be thinking about this because hello, Corona, <laughs> Corona just swept through our <laughs> lives and shut everything down, right? And so now really is like Katrina was saying, it's the time to cleanse our palate. Yeah. And it's a super, super good opportunity. Mm. I've seen tons of people talking about this, so this is you know just another voice among thousands um, encouraging the the time to you know mm. touch base with the things that are most important. Um, and to just kind of wipe the slate clean. But seriously, like, this is a great opportunity. Like, I have noticed since I, um, I'm i not around people as much, when I finally see someone, I see them, right? Yeah. And so now is a really good opportunity to see people and then contrast it with, you know, the filler stuff. Um, the filler stuff that's really easy to incorporate into our lives when we're so busy and we just want a break. But just... I don't know, take a second to look at the people that you see and actually see them and see the opportunities because now you're not so busy. You're not trying to get to 100 work meetings or whatever. So you actually can see them. And I think, I think this is a really good opportunity for all of us to recognize you know, how much opportunity there is around us already in the form of the people that we see all the time.
1: All right, now I just want you to pick something else for a second. Picture a life where you wake up in the morning, and you're excited for that day. As you wake up and you're like, I cannot wait to see this person that I see every day, but that I just really adore. Or I really, I have this project and I am so excited to put my everything into it. And and if you wanna be excited for lunch, you can be excited for that too, but like, it's real. and. And that is real. And, and I think that people who are happy have learned that. They've learned how to kind of put their feet on the ground and appreciate every little step. And, and I think that it, it does take sacrifice in the beginning because you kind of have to yank yourself out of, of yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah there will be withdrawal symptoms
1: for yeah. sure. But at the same time are you really withdrawing from anything real or are you just kind of like accepting reality <laughs> you know yeah
0: yeah and it's hard because you know reality can punch back right a story will never do more than kind of jerk you around like pulling your heartstrings but reality can really level you but also living in it is so so gratifying
1: I I mean, I feel like we could talk for hours because I mean this conversation I I think it's important to think about and I think it's important really to understand that everybody is like that. That that that's kind of like there's this, this instinct in all of us to kind of want to like withdraw and dream. And the reality is it is the struggle of of letting our reality become the dream that makes life refreshing it's what it's what create that pull you know and and it's life comes in moments right because you're not gonna all like you're taking out the trash you're gonna be like whoa my life is the best and sometimes it's not it's okay <laughs> but
0: but let it
1: become something that you really work for you know, if you're going to spend all of your energy and effort and emotions and time and put it into something, put it into something real. Put it in something that will give back and and giving to other people by allowing them to be seen. Like, that's the best gift you can give to anyone in this life is to show other people how much you appreciate them and to show up for them. Yeah,
0: for sure. And in return, you know, people are good. People will give back what you give and so when you see them they will see you and that's what we all crave you know that's why we numb is because we feel like we're not being seen um so these are just some of the condensed thoughts of katrina and beth we could go on for hours but we will spare you here's just a little snippet to hopefully brighten your day
1: but hey go clock out of this and clock into real life